live from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. from America with Jeremy Harrell. I love you all and I thank you for this opportunity to talk to you. I love hearing your stories. America is far from dead. America is alive. America is here. Even the Democrats are waking up to the dead end destructive policies of Joe Biden. The deepest level of worship is praising God through the pain. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a stand up, God fearing, God loving thing to do. What a great thing. I love you guys. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. Now we're getting some information after a while. We have time to find out just how bad the collateral damage has been. Uh, Here's just a few cases. The pandemic erased two decades of progress in math and reading. See, right away, i got to say... This pisses me off. I see these headlines all the time. The pandemic didn't do that. The way we handled the pandemic did that. The pandemic certainly was a thing. But let's not just say the pandemic, because it was not written in stone that we had to handle it the way we did. Uh, Act scores are the lowest in 30 years. Um, Anxiety and depression way up. The body mass index uh, increase doubled for kids 2 to 19. Drug overdose deaths. Murders way up. Inflation at a 40-year high. Domestic violence increased. Um, oh, and my favorite, car crashes. They couldn't figure this out. They're like, way, way, way up. And finally, the ex- I love this. This is the, the expert said, you know? <laughs> they here all the time. My stupid husband is here all the time. I'm just going to take it out on the highway. And they did. There was a group, the Great Barrington Declaration. Yes. You know, the, these academics, and a lot of them are at Hoover, at Stanford. I had Hoover? Uh, Hoover Institute. Hoover. I, I had them on CNN. I put them on regularly on radio. And there was always enormous blowback because they were saying many of the things that you're saying now, only they were saying it in real time. And That's the name I, of the show. Yeah, I guess what... <laughs> What I would would add to that is I think one of the great injustices was the rush to judgment as soon as the shit hit the fan to clear out every college campus and grad school. It never made sense to me that we sent them back through airplanes and car rides with relatives instead of keeping them right where they were. And, and Bill, I, I have three for whom I'm still paying tuition bills. They were so robbed of a year, year and a half of, of all the exchange, the mingling that you talked about last week. Yeah. We're never going to make that time up, is my point. Can I put something in on this? Yeah. Uh, what you don't have is the benefit of the alternative scenarios to see how they would have come out now listen to be to able this to loser. judge whether what did happen was a lesser evil than other options that would have unfolded. And so, so suppose... Well, actually, we do, because other countries handled it differently. Sweden didn't handle it differently. Some of the places with the lowest vaccination rates turned out to have the best results. 
with really low population densities. Well, yeah. Yes. I mean, yes, there are different factors. There are. Uh, yes, but, twenty. But the fact of the matter, hold on, hold on. Let's keep it's playing. Well, you, you, you just said I'm going through an elevator in New York City well, to 15 people. Okay, okay. Right here. You just you just said that we can't make any judgments because we don't live in an alternative universe no. where America handled it no. differently. I, I, and I'm saying other places handled it differently. That does matter. It, I, Amen. Amen. Look, I'm not a Bill Maher fan at all, but when you bring on liberals, uh, liberal uh, evolutionists, scientists like uh, Neil Tyson Degrassi, and then you bring on this other guy, don't even care who he is. Nobody cares uh, who you are. Long story short, when Bill Maher and the rest of the liberal world are starting to catch up with where we've been for the last two years and they're saying, whoa, 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 the lockdowns did major damage. The lockdowns did major irreparable damage. And you're not going to be able to get away from it. And you see what Neil Tyson DeGrasse said. He goes, actually, we don't, have the, uh, we don't have the ability to see what the alternative would have been had we done it the other way. And Bill Maher said, yes, we do. We live in the alternative. We see it. Other countries did it differently, and they were fine. And all oh, Neil Tyson DeGrasse didn't like that. Well, they had different population density. Oh, 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 we weren't trapped in an elevator in New York City. Oh, 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 oh. You see how people like Neil Tyson DeGrasse and these left-wing scientists, these evolutionists, they'll do anything to push their narrative. They don't care about science. They don't care about facts. They will do anything to push their narrative. And it was nice to see Bill Maher, again, step up for common sense and reality. Again, not a Bill Maher fan. Don't care about him. Just like not a Tulsi Gabbard fan. Don't care about her. What I care about is what people see and hear. And when people see and hear the people that they love so much, like Bill Maher on HBO, call out the lockdowns, that's good. That's good. Because it means that they are waking up the sheep that watched them for so long. It means they're waking up the sheep that watched them for so long. So I love it. I love seeing that stuff. I love seeing people get put in their place. I love, I love seeing liberal Marxists. I don't even like calling them liberals anymore. I love seeing Marxists like Neil Tyson Degrassi be put in his place and not know how to answer it. So just go, oh, they had a different density population. Okay, whatever. Whatever. If this thing was as deadly as you said it is, if this thing was even close to as deadly as you said it was, to where we had to lock down everybody, shut down the world, ruin children's lives, ruin children's futures, ruin children's uh, uh, childhood association and their mingling and their social, uh, you know, the way they mature in, in, in social settings. If it was that bad, then it wouldn't matter how dense the population was. Who cares if it's airborne and the whole world's going to get it anyway? It was nice to see Bill Maher stand up and say, uh, what are you talking about? We live in a real time where we can see the alternative universe. And that is the countries that did not lock everybody down. Hey, President Trump called this, didn't he? Do you remember when President Trump said, look, guys, we cannot let the cure end up being worse than the disease. If you remember President Trump saying that, raise your hand in the comment section. If you remember President Trump saying that, and now we have one of those moments where we've come full circle and we're right back to, uh, to the beginning again and you were right, then share the video, rumble the video, and like the video. Now, I saw that we had a new uh, viewer in here tonight by the name of Dawn who said it's her first live viewership of Live from America. 
and I want to welcome her. Thank you very much. I also see, ladies and gentlemen, that they, uh, they voted 15 to 1. Is that what we saw, 15 to 1, to move it forward tomorrow, uh, to tomorrow in order to uh, fully implement your child getting the vaccine mandate? Yep. It's going to happen. It is going to happen. That is why I told you this morning's show was so important. Again, I said it might have been the most important show that we've ever done. Because it is going to happen. They are going to make it so that your child cannot go to public school unless they are vaccinated. And unfortunately, unfortunately, the parents that did hold out, a big majority of them are not going to hold out any longer. They would rather allow their children to be stuck with something that the professionals and the experts tell them is safe than disrupt their daily lives. It's going to happen. The fight is not coming. The fight is here. And again, ladies and gentlemen, that is why Live from America exists. That's why Live from America exists, is to make it so that you don't have to say, oh my gosh, the fight is on my doorstep. LFA TV exists so that we can be Paul Revere and say, the British are coming, the British are coming, prepare yourselves. It's the exact reason why we bring on the sponsors. If, if we didn't need sponsors, that would be perfect. But in a, in a world where we have to exist, that's just the case. So we choose the ones that are going to help you prepare for times where the fight is on your doorstep. Now, this isn't one of those times, that the, 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 uh, the child fight. That's a way bigger fight than anything that we could prepare you for other than with information. Folks, the fight isn't coming. It's already here. And I feel so very, very bad for those families out there who don't have the, the money or the ability to homeschool and would be faced with a life-changing decision in order to, um, I mean, the money or, uh, to send their children to private school or Christian school and don't have the, uh, the ability to have a life-changing decision uh, that, that, that keeps them away from work and keeps them home. But they've got to understand the information, the best information we can give you about homeschooling is it can be done in two to three hours and you don't even have to be physically there to do it. As long as your child's older and they can be home for themse- by themselves for a couple hours. Now for these younger ones where they can't be home alone, there are networks and we're going to, I promise you, I promise you, my wife and I are going to work on everything that we can to help you guys out. We're going to, I promise you that I give you my word that my wife and I are going to do whatever we can to help you out. If you have a homeschooling question or an issue. And I, when I tell you that my wife spent countless hours on this, she spent countless hours to find out how people could do it, who could not change their job or their, or their work schedule and didn't have money. And she figured it out and she's helping people. This is why it's so important to share these videos. This is why it's so important when I say rumble, rumble, rumble. When you guys rumble, that means that rumble themselves, the company, pushes your video out, video out more. The more it's being engaged in, the more they're like, wait, what's going on here? People must want to hear this. They don't shut it down. They promote it. That's why we ask for the rumbles. When we take over that rumble board, rumble sees that. They promote those videos. They get it out to more people. This is information that everybody in the world needs to have, and they need to have it right now. The world is waking up, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much, Liberty Shines. God bless you. Thank you very much. It's happening, folks. I have questions. Lulu Red. Okay, Lulu, if you have questions, please email this. And don't inundate my wife with these emails. This is her work email for, uh, for the store, for sending out stuff. 
LFA business 21 at gmail.com. Eli, can you put that in the comment section? If you have a question only about homeschooling, nothing else, guys, LFA business 21 at gmail.com. My, my, my wife can help you if, if it's about public schools, okay? Churches need to start schools to protect unvaxxed kids. I agree. Uh, uh, fortunately, our church actually does run our children's Christian school. So we are lucky there. But you are right. I agree. They do need. We can do this together. We don't need agencies to do it for us. Do we need a public school system? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. 100%. But not this one. Not the one we've got right now. Just like we need a stock market and we need a 401k, but not the one we got right now. That's why I tell you to put your money in gold or real estate. We can come back to it after we fix it, after we reform it. But like Bill Maher said in that cold open, these lockdowns were way worse than anything anybody expected, except for us. We knew they were going to be bad. Trump knew they were going to be bad. I'd like to thank some online donors right now. I wish I could get to you guys every day. Clarice Beck, she donated $100 quarterly. And, and committed to be a quarterly donation. Thank you, Clarice. Carol and Jerry Snow and Snowink. Snow Snowyink. That's a hard last name to say. Carol and Jerry Snowyink, thank you very much. April LaRue, God bless you. Camille Amel, thank you very much. Camille, Camille Amel. Gary Mangit. Sophia Hionis. Randy Deloach. Carol Sansom. Doug Lowry, God bless you all. Thank you for your for your donations. These are all monthly donations, by the way, not one time. Alexa Childers, Roxana Casa, the, ladies and gentlemen, she's the one. Or Roxanne Casa, she's the one that uh, donated her Florida home to us, and then and then the hurricane hit. Um, uh, Wifred Laliberte, Lori Camler, Martha Steer, Lynn Lewin, Harold McBride. Wanda Mayberry and Sherry Reader. Thank you so very much. Again, if I could read every name, I, w- I-, I-, I would. But I also email you guys back at nights about midnight. But remember, I'm going to be in bed by 10 p.m. tonight. All right? Um, will the schedule be up to the states? That I don't know. I, I mean, this is, this is all so new. I, d- I don't know what they're going to be, how they're going to implement this in the public school systems. I just don't know. I don't know. But what I will say is I do know one thing, and that is the Lord is constant. God is constant. Jesus and the Holy Spirit and that cross behind me, they are constant. There is no changing of the guard there. That is where you go to when you want your truth. That is where you go to when you want your guidance. You want to know why? Because it never changes. It is not in man's hands. It is in God's hands. So let's go there now to really bless this show, to really to really ask our God in heaven to bless this show with his word, with his mercy, and with his grace. Ladies and gentlemen, please, 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 let's focus on the Lord. Let's focus on the cross. Let's focus on the blessings of this show, and let's focus on getting this information out to every corner of the world, just like the gospel. October 19th, anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. What does that mean? Jesus said, anyone who has seen me has seen the Father in heaven. Pharisees didn't know what that meant. Sadducees didn't know what that meant. Nobody knew what that meant. Gentiles didn't know what that meant. Jews didn't know what that meant. What do you mean we've not seen the Father? What do you mean we would know if we seen the Father? They didn't get it. Jesus said, if you see me, you see the Father. And the same thing is today. 
The same truth rings true today. Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. Therefore, as you get to know me better, you simultaneously come to know the Father more fully. The better you know us, the more our sacred love dwells inside of you. There are no limits in the depth of intimacy that you and I can experience. Now we're going to go to 1 Corinthians 13, 12. 1 Corinthians 13, 12 says, For now we are looking in a mirror that gives only a dim, blurred reflection of reality, as in a riddle or an enigma. But when perfect perfection comes, we shall see in reality and face to face. I know in part, imperfectly, but then I shall know and understand fully and clearly, even in the same manner as I have been fully and clearly known and understood by God himself. 1 Corinthians 13, 12. Also, you can go to John 14, 9 and John 17, 26. And before you turn out the light tonight, one day you will know and understand me fully, just as you are known. Until then, persist in your blessed pursuit of me and your study of my word. What does God not say there? God does not say, until then, worry. Until then, have no faith. Until then, have no guidance. Until then, sit on your butt at home and do nothing. No, God doesn't say that. God says, rest in me. Look for me. Dwell in my word and let my word dwell in you. That is where we're to go every day. That is why so many people suffer. That is why so many people have depression. Let's go to the Lord now. Please remove your hats, folks, and say the Lord's Prayer with me. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. My daughter told me yesterday that she has questions, so many, so many questions, so many questions about life, so many questions about the Bible. So many questions I couldn't answer, and you know what I told her? Just because I can't answer a question doesn't mean that the answer to that question does not exist in this home. It does. It's right in the B-I-B-L-E. Everything that you need to know about every situation in your life from the moment you're born until the moment you die. Every piece of guidance you need, every piece of, uh, uh, of, of confidence and every piece of, of wisdom that you need is in that book. Go read it and you'll get everything you need to know. Here we go, folks. By the way, at the end of the show tonight, we are calling Old Nick's Pub in Eugene, Oregon about this stupid little 11-year-old drag show that they're about ready to have this weekend, these pedophile losers in a bar. So you're going to want to invite your friends for that one. First and foremost, let's lift up our cups. Here we go. Everyone in the world has blown up this Boston University biolab story, ladies and gentlemen. This Boston biolab story that everybody's talking about right now blew up within a matter of two days. And why wouldn't it? And why wouldn't it? Of course it's going to. When we just spent the last two years calling Dr. Tony Fauci out, Francis Collins, his former boss, the NIH, the NAIAD, and all of these so-called expert scientists, Dr. Burks, 
for the last two years when we have been pointing the finger and saying, you did this in Wuhan. No, we didn't. You did gain of function. No, we didn't. Gain of function is illegal in the United States. Why would we do that? Okay. Okay. So gain of function is illegal in the United States, but yet we're doing gain of function right here. Why wouldn't this have blown up? Of course, this was going to be the biggest story. Of course, this was going to be the biggest story. And you want to know something that's really funny? You want to know something that's really funny? In the news right now, at least here on LFA TV, the biggest stories are vaccine and disease related. You've got Boston University creating a disease that's got an 80% kill rate. And you've got also the CDC and all these government bureaucrats who do not care about your child or your life at all. All you are is a social security number and money for them and power for them that they take from you by stripping your freedoms away. Do you want to know what makes these people so powerful? It is the value of your freedoms, ladies and gentlemen. The value of your freedoms. And America and Americans have devalued what their freedoms actually are for so long that they were able to be taken. They were able to be taken. They were able to be liquidated into power. Freedom was liquidated into power and we let it happen in this country. Just like Satan only has as much power as you give him, corrupt bureaucrats and politicians only have as much power as they can liquidate from the freedoms that they have taken from you. Because if those freedoms were still intact, if those freedoms still existed within you, dwelling inside of you and around your person, then they would never have this much power. So I don't know if you've ever thought about it like that, but that's exactly what's happening. They have liquidated your freedoms into power for them. And they get to decide about your children and what goes in them. And they get to decide what you can and can't say around your children. They get to decide how you raise your kids. And if you do not like it, they will send the Department of Child and Family Services into your house and they will rip your child from you and charge you in the process. They've liquidated your freedoms in order to do this. They've liquidated your freedoms in order to be able to do gain-of-function research on American soil right here in the Northeast, two hours south of me. They've liquidated your freedoms enough to be able to sit behind closed doors and have 15 people decide that all the children in this country should be jabbed with the same thing that is killing people around the world right now and nobody's doing anything about it. They have liquidated your freedoms. So right now everybody's talking about this Boston Biolab, right? Now, I have heard reports and I cannot verify this. I want to put a big disclaimer up right now. I want to put a big disclaimer up that I cannot verify what I'm about to tell you. But there are reports that some major, some big generals in the United States Army have shut down that Boston Boston Biolab research of gain of function. I don't know if that is true, but that is just some of the stuff that I heard today. But what I do know is true is that a top director at the CDC who goes by the name of Dr. Emily. Dr. What's her, what's her last name? You can get her last name pulled up. Dr. Emily Erbelding. That's her name. She's, a top, she's some top director at the NIH ever since Tony Fauci decided to kind of step aside officially. 
She's denying knowing anything about this. She is a top director at the NIH where Tony Fauci lived and worked and dwelled and lied and, 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 and built an empire by lying, killing, beating dogs, killing dogs, cruelty to animals, ripping, uh, ripping homosexuals and, and, and black kids out of these poor communities and studying on them. This lady says we didn't know anything about it. Oh, yeah, I bet so. I bet that's the case. I bet you didn't know anything about it. She says, we didn't even know anything about it. They insisted that not only did they not know anything about it, but they insisted to say that it was unauthorized. Can you believe this stuff, folks? Let's get into this. According to public documents, it was partially funded by a grant from the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, the NIAID, for, for $1.1 million. For any research grants awarded by the government, projects must detail how the funds will be spent and how the public will benefit. However, Dr. Dr. Emily Erbelding, a doctor at the NIAID Division of Microbiology and Infectious Diseases, admitted that she was completely unaware of the details of this research going on. She said the researchers at Boston University did not clear the work with NIAID, making the research completely unauthorized. Okay, well, that would make sense then. That would make sense if you couple that together with the reports that I've heard that these generals have uh, for, the, uh, for the United States Army have went in there and shut this stuff down. But, if, but again, if you, that, that would make sense, right? To, in, in, a, in a logical, non-clown world, in a world that was right side up and not upside down, that would make sense. However, I have a hard time believing any of this. I have a hard time believing any of this. I have a hard time believing the reports that any general of any army shut down this biolab. I have a hard time believing that anybody at the NIH or the NIAID did not know about what was going on in Boston University at the Biolab two hours south of me and my children. And I have a hard time um, thinking to myself that this, was not un- that this was not authorized, especially after what we've been going through for the last two years and these same exact very people saying we would never do gain-of-function research. Long story short, here is the remedy. Shut it down now. Because if you do not shut this down right now, Jeremy Harrell isn't going to do anything. I don't, have a, uh, I don't have power like that. LFA audience, they're not going to really do anything. They don't have power like that. But I'll tell you who does have power. I'll tell you who does have power, and it's the same person that you can't beat. And that's this guy right here, God. And I'll give you one hint as to whose side he is on. The guy holding this hat right now. You can't beat this guy. And that's who we have on our back. So I'm going to say it one time and I'm going to say it one time only. Shut it down now. Because we're tired of liquidating our freedoms. And the more of us you lock up like Steve Bannon and the rest of us, the bigger we get, the stronger we get, the more powerful we become and the more pissed we are. Sorry about my language. 
Shut it down and shut it down now. This is a crime of the century. And this is exactly why Vladimir Putin is invading Ukraine right now as we speak. It's a level four biolab. You're completely right. It's a level four biolab. Ladies and gentlemen, please rumble. Please like, please share. I would appreciate it so very much if you could do that for me. I know some of you don't. I know you say you do and you don't, but please, we need to do it, guys. We, it is our civic duty. It's just like, it's just as much of our civic duty as it is to vote. I'm telling you that. Michelle says, I live 45 minutes away. Well, there you go, Michelle. Do you feel good? Do you feel safe? Repent and pray. That's right, Karen. Pray, repent, and then pray again. Amen. Amen. Suzanne says, I don't trust anything anymore. I don't, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Redneck says, drop a bomb on it. Well, I, <laughs> don't say bomb on an airplane. Bomb, bomb, bomb. Bomb, 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 bomb. Bomb, 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 bomb. Jeremy, is it close enough for you and Eli to make a trip down there? Yes, it is. And you know what else is real close? A Vermont school that we're going to talk about in a little bit as well. But I've got to move on from that. I'm just going to leave it at this. First and foremost section is, I don't believe NIH. I don't believe NIAID. I don't believe Director Dr. Emily Erb. Erbling, Erbelding, and I do not believe that the army shut this down. Do you want to know why I don't believe it? Because I believe it's all, they're all working together to create this, and COVID was just the trial run. Get your stuff in order, ladies and gentlemen. The fight is not coming, the fight is here. Every single time that I do a sponsor, think about why I'm doing it. And think about how it can benefit you. And if that is too expensive for you or something like that, then think about something along the lines that can benefit you and help your family. That's all I care about. All right, let's move on. The White House is, um, the White House, in an attempt to continue colonizing the United States of America with illegal aliens, has today demanded that Doug Ducey, the governor of Arizona, And Arizona officials remove the shipping containers that are currently filling the border, the the, uh, the gaps in the border wall. Remember what I said, they're colonizing this country. This is an attempt to colonize it even further. White House demands Arizona remove shipping containers from border wall gaps. Yeah, well, I demand that we have the rightful president in the White House. And until you do so, take two of these and call me in the morning. You may remember when Governor Doug Ducey grew tired of waiting for the Biden administration to do something about the border crisis. That's a complete lie. I'm just reading from the story. He didn't get tired of it. He got pressured into it. He got pressured into it when he thought he still had enough uh, enough of a name to be able to uh, endorse people and actually have power behind it. It's not hard to see that. But anyway, let's move on. So he decided to take matter into his own hands. Several gaps in the border wall were blocked with a stack of shipping containers in an effort to make it easier to control the flow of illegal aliens that were coming into the country and colonizing. The decision produced the usual outrage from the talking heads at CNN and MSNBC. But the new barriers did seem to begin producing results almost immediately. How about that? You shut the door and nobody walks through it. All of that is coming to an end now if the White House gets, it wet, gets its way. Over the weekend, the bite, and you know how they won't get their way? If you vote in Cary Lake. Do you like Arizona? How many people watching right now from Arizona? Raise your hand. 
If you like Arizona and you like Arizona the way it was and maybe like the Arizona that you grew up in, it's not going to be that way in just five years, I can tell you that. It's not, and it's not at the end of your lifetime that people will see it. It's in your lifetime. Would you like to live in Venezuela? Because you're going to live there. Would you like to live in Guatemala? Would you like to live in Saudi Arabia? Would you like to live in uh, Afghanistan? Would you like to live in Pakistan? You're going to live there. Arizona ain't going to look like anything that you've ever seen before in your entire life or anything that you recognize if you put in Katie Hobgoblin. I can tell you that right now. Over the weekend, the Biden administration demanded that Ducey remove the shipping containers and even sent out another demand today. Right now, they've come up with a rather dubious explanation for the order. But the bottom line will remain the same. If the containers are removed, more gaps will be available for illegal aliens to simply stroll into the country and continue colonizing us into what they want to live in. Not assimilate into what's here. The U.S. US Bureau of Reclamation said in a letter on Friday that several of the double-stacking shipping containers lay within its land and those of Kokopa Indian Tribes West Reservation. Oh, yeah, I'm sure, ladies and gentlemen, I am so, I'm sure that the Kokopa Indian Tribe West Reservation has come up and said, oh, no, white man, please move these containers. Please move these containers and let somebody come in and steal our land like you did. How? No, I don't think that's happening, okay? Oh, remember how you stole our land and colonized it? Yes, we want more of that. Please, remove them. Sorry for my Native American accent. <laughs> I know, you know what I'm saying, though, right? What a stupid reason. Oh, yeah. Yep. Sure. Talking about two different categories of land here, by the way, and the distinction may prove to be important. Some of the gaps with shipping containers installed in them fall on tribal lands belonging to the Kokopa Indian Tribe Reservation. There's always a touchy subject when lands controlled by indigenous tribes are involved. But there's a strong case to be made at the border that the, uh, that the border of the tribe's land, when it butts up against another country, is still the proper business of federal government. What's unclear is whether or not the tribe complained or whether the Bureau of Reclamation raised the complaint on their behalf. I'll give you a guess as to what it really is. How about that? I'll give you a good guess as to which one it really is. Share and like this video, folks. Oh, yes, we, you took our land once before. Take it again. Sure. Yeah, right. I doubt that. I doubt that. I don't have any, uh, I don't have any kind of uh, insight or any friends into the, um, to the Native American reservations of this country, even though my grandfather grew up on a reservation in uh, Oklahoma. Um, I, don't, I, I just don't know anybody like that. So I, I just don't know. I can't reach out to anybody and say, do you guys really support this or do you not support this? And you know what I bet they wouldn't say? What mean you say when you say you guys? I bet they wouldn't say that. Long story short, ladies and gentlemen, this is just another attempt to open up any, kind, any portion of the border that they possibly can so they can continue colonizing America. That's what it's all about. That's always what it's been about, ladies and gentlemen. These dirt bags. Anyway, we're going to stay with we're going to stay in Arizona and talk a little bit more about Cary Lake since we're there. But before we do, I do want to take a quick brief break. If you need a coffee, if you need to share the video and you don't want to miss anything, now's the time to do it. All right. Uh, let's talk about EnviroCleanse, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this EnviroCleanse giveaway was fun. It was great. But what's even greater is the testimonies that I'm getting every single day about the people who actually bought one of these. 
Now I have one person to say that they're still they're still um, they've still got it turned on and they're still waiting to see the results. But anybody else who's had this for a good period of time is telling me the same exact things that I said. Instantly cleared up. Instantly sinuses are cleared up where they've had sinus infections all the time. Okay, we have two asthma, two people with asthma that say that it's, it's like night and day in their home. I have yet anybody to tell me about the dust yet, the dust collection, but we are getting into winter. So I don't know about how much dust, you know, we're, we're going to get. But ladies and gentlemen, these Enviro Cleanse units work. Yes, they're a little bit more expensive than a large air conditioner, but they will do wonders for you and they will make you. I'm going to tell you what right now, it'll make it feel like you're in a completely different home within days. They use these EnviroCleanse units on submarines for our Navy men and women, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, they have them in 100,000 different classrooms, public and private schools around the country, so they can try to keep down the transmission and the spread of colds and flus and things like that. This is the best unit on the market, and if you have any problems breathing, then you need to get this unit, and you can make payments. You don't have to buy the whole thing at once. You can make payments. And I'll tell you what, if you wanted to sleep deep, get one of these, get you some natural CBD sleep uh, gummies, and you are out. You are out, ladies and gentlemen. EnviroCleanse.com, the description description on Rumble has the link inside of it. So check that out. Use promo code LFA. Yes, you can do payments, okay? All right, I want to stay in Arizona. Since we started talking about Arizona, let's stay here. This whole discussion about what they're about ready to do to our children, to let them go to school, we shouldn't even be having this discussion. But since we are having it, Carrie Lake was asked about this last night, knowing that this vote was going to happen today. I want you to hear what Carrie Lake said about the children who go to public school in Arizona when it comes to this jab. Listen to what she said. Tucker Carlson, he says the CDC is about to mandate the vaccine for children to attend school. Is that something you support? Absolutely not. We will never allow that in Arizona. This is an experimental shot. Our children are not guinea pigs. And we're not going to have incidents of myocarditis in our young, precious children. We will fight that with every fiber in our being. We're not going to have this forced shot by the CDC, which has their tentacles in big pharma and I'm going to fight that this is an experimental shot and we're seeing injuries from this vaccine and we're not going to force our precious healthy children to get a shot that is already proving to be not only ineffective it's also proving to be dangerous next question there you go she's not going to let it happen and I cannot believe that any red governor is going to allow this to happen now here's the problem the public school system does not have enough. It's not funded. It's not funded as much as it needs to be, but it's funded too much. Now, what do I mean by that? All right, let's talk about this for a minute. Public school systems right now have way too much red tape. And what comes with red tape? Regulations. What comes with regulations? More money, meaning hire more administrators, have more people there. And now a school doesn't have one principal. They have three principals. Get it? That's why schools get far too much money. However... Because there's government bureaucracy in this from a federal level, causing all these public schools to do all of this, they're not getting enough money from their local communities, even in taxes, even with high taxes, because they're forced to have so much administration in their schools. Anybody that understands this public school system knows that. Do we have any teachers in the building? You would, you would probably back me up on that, okay? 
We need to get the federal government out of our public school systems, period. It needs to be handled at a state level. The problem is all of these schools will defy their governors, most likely, in order to continue to get funding. Now, the governors do have a lot of power here. But we do not live in a, we do not live in a kingdom, folks. Our, our, our biggest power is in our local communities. That is where our power is. Our power is within our local communities. So even a president can't come in and make a local community do something if they don't want to do it. The problem is they're going to do it because they need money. They're going to do it because they need money. And, and, and they need money because the feds have put out this massive regulation and red tape that they have to, that they have to jump through hoops in order to even stay in, to even be there, to even stay in existence. So when I tell you to take your kids out of the public school system, it's because it's broken from the top to the bottom. It's because it is busted from the top to the bottom. Carrie Lake is 100% right. She's not going to let it happen. And I believe when somebody says, I'm not going to let it happen, I believe that. Now, speaking of Carrie Lake and Katie Hobgoblin, which is the Secretary of State there, Katie Hobbs, she just got another huge, big black eye. I did not say black guy. I said black eye, okay? <laughs> just a little joke there. She just got another huge black eye, ladies and gentlemen, because when CNN holds your feet to the fire, when CNN calls you out and makes you look completely unqualified for your job that you have now, let alone the job that you're trying to get, well, then you're in big trouble. And the same week that Katie Hobgoblin decided to go on CNN and get absolutely obliterated, I don't think she was expecting that, we find out that 6,000 ballots go out incorrectly meaning that 6,000 ballots went out with only the federal election on them not the state election on them and they're already in people's homes and Katie Hobbs who is the secretary of state who runs this operation for sending out ballots by the way no ballot should be sent out to a single person you should have to go pick up your ballot in the same place that you vote however the person that's in charge of your elections is your secretary of state she says that 6000 ballots went out with only the federal the federal portion of the election on there like senators and and US congress people and stuff like that but not the statewide meaning no Carrie Lake no Katie Hobbs and she said it was because of a mistake at the secretary of state's office a glitch if you will a computer glitch why is this a big black eye? Because if you go on CNN and they hold your feet to the fire and make you look completely unqualified and stupid, and then the same week, your agency, the Secretary of State Department, your department, screws this up and you get called out for it. See, the problem in the past, ladies and gentlemen, is we never had Republicans strong enough to call them out. And that's why they hate Katie, uh, uh, Carrie Lake, because she's a Republican like Ron DeSantis that will call them out. And they hate that. And for that, Katie Hobgoblin, you get the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day. Come on, man. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. Ladies and gentlemen, the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day right there in that Dumb Dumb bucket. Here we go. Woo! Sometimes I miss it, believe it or not. Sometimes I miss it. Believe it or not, yes, 15 to 0. I thought it was 15 to 1, but it is 15 to 0. They're going to be shooting your kids with mRNA. I just saw the comment, so I had to answer it, folks. She does get the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day, that's for sure, Katie Hobgoblin. But you want to know who's going to get the Smarty Award of the Day? This is a back-to-back, ladies and gentlemen. Hold on. Bring up that Smarty Award of the Day. Let's cue that music, shall we? 
Smarty Award of the day is going to go to Carrie Lake. Why now? Now, why would I give it to Carrie Lake right away, even though she's already just been literally just dropping bombs all over Katie Hobgoblin? Well, this is why, ladies and gentlemen, because she's now she's beating her so badly. She's beating her so badly. She's toying with her like a cat does a mouse. She's actually clowning on her. Or should I say she's actually clucking on her? Hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, here's what Carrie Lake did last night at her rally where Tulsi Gabbard showed up at to support her. She invited Katie Hobbs on stage. You're not going to believe this. Check this out. <clears throat> we got that video? All right, ladies and gentlemen, sorry for the delay. Here we go. Katie Hobbs shows up to a Carrie Lake rally. This is incredible. Check this out. Get some volume there. Carrie Lake. No, I wish I was. That'd be really cool. Um, okay. We do have an unexpected guest with us tonight, and so uh, it comes to a shock to everyone, but I would like to ex extend an opportunity for them to come on stage. Uh, please give a warm welcome to Secretary of State Katie Hobbs! <laughs> There's Katie Hobbs, ladies and gentlemen. Big chicken. You know what this is? This is Carrie Lake absolutely clowning on Katie Hobbs, making her look stupid, calling her out every single day, and the voters of Arizona see this. Now, this to you and I is a spectacle, okay? This to you and I is funny. It's great. It's great. This is called campaigning. This is politics. But to the voters of Arizona, ladies and gentlemen, when you got somebody clowning on your Secretary of State this hard who's going to run for governor... And she doesn't debate Carrie Lake after calling her out like this. She looks exactly like that, a chicken. Everybody do the chicken dance. Come on, here we go. Come on. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's cut that off. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Katie Hobbs showing up to the Carrie Lake <laughs> rally. Hey, that, why do you think I said there's something special about Carrie Lake? There's something about spe special about Carrie Lake. She's coming to her own so much that she is setting the bar. She's setting the bar in a whole new way. Now, Trump is great at campaigning, don't get me wrong, but I've never seen Trump do stuff that her PR team has done lately. She's absolutely so amazing and funny. <laughs> I think it's great. I think it's absolutely great. Uh, well, she is a clown, so that's true. Look at everybody just loving it. I'm going to go to get her real quick. I was literally dancing to it, says Lovebug. Kind Embroidery is in the building. Uh, Barb, we're going to actually talk to you. My wife and I were talking today. We love you. Thank you so very much. Big shout out to Jane at uh, Advantage Specialties down in Florida as well. Um, next, our pets will be required to take the vaccine, says Dorothy Vowles. You know what? That's not very uh, far-fetched. I'm liking Getter better and better, Bad Moon. Welcome, says Kelly Lynn. Yeah, Getter's fun, man. Getter and Rumble, those are our homes. Um, Jeremy, shout out Larry ZZ135, please. Hey, Larry ZZ135, how you doing, my friend? Thank you very much for joining in. All right, we're going to move right along here. Uh, we got to talk about the baby formula shortage. Did we just go back in time? Ladies and gentlemen, did we just... Did we just, did, did the DeLorean just show up? Is Doc Brown here? Are things getting heavy? No. Unfortunately, the baby formula crisis is still a crisis. As a matter of fact, 
It's a much worse, a much worse crisis than it was when we were talking about it. So it's time to talk about it again. Brand new parents are screaming to the top of their lungs because of this. Parents that just had babies and they are saying, where are you, Biden? Wake up. I don't know when the last time you went to your grocery store is, but for all those listening on podcast, what I'm doing right now is showing empty shelves at a grocery store at the baby formula section. This is what it still looks like, you guys. I dare you to go to your local grocery store and check it out. Thank you very much, Trisha, for the $50. Thank you, One Shell 99 for the $100, $99. God bless you. We'll make sure Eli gets that. And Tim D., thank you very much for making sure Eli and his wife have a job or have money coming in. <laughs> thank you very much. But, folks, the baby, the baby crisis thing is still here. We've got to talk about it. And we've got to give people options and opportunities to say, look, you don't need to rely on baby formula. There's ways to make it. There's ways to make it. The Biden administration still has not found a solution to the baby formula shortage. So what gives? I'll tell you what gives. Because they still haven't found a solution to the southern border either. They don't want to. They don't care about your child. Unfortunately for young families across the country, though, this issue is still not being addressed. And it's turning into uh, something that voters are actually looking at. Think about that. Parents nationwide are still struggling to find baby formula. Months after the panic first ensued. And one mother is sharing her message for the Biden administration over the crisis. Her name is Amber Bergeron, and she lives in Louisiana. Now, Wednesday, she put out, uh, she, she, she did an interview to discuss her struggles to find baby formula for her premature twins and the Biden administration's failure in handling this shortage. She says, Biden has no idea what's going on, and he certainly has no idea how to fix the baby formula shortage in America. As a result, America is now in poor shape in every arena. Gas, energy, there you go, there's one arena. Fentanyl, drugs, human trafficking, sex trafficking, there you go. Inflation, there you go. Where's your money, folks? Where's, where's your 401ks? It doesn't stop. And it's not going to stop unless we expose it with 20 days left to slow the spread of stupidity. That's when it's going to stop. When we get this to all corners of the world. Now, we're getting ready to call this Oregon pub. And that's when I really want you guys to share, share, share. Because I guarantee you we're going to get somebody to answer us there. And they're going to be rude to us. Because they don't like what we're talking about. They don't like what we're talking about. A couple weeks ago, folks, we're going to move on from the baby formula stuff, but, but just know that if people out there that you know that have babies and they're looking for baby formula, if you were a mom, if you were a grandma, if you were a dad, if you were a parent, help them figure out how to feed their child. Some people don't know that there's any other way to feed their child other than baby formula. I know that sounds dumb, but it's true. There are a billion things to do to feed your child without having to go to the store to buy expensive baby formula. Declare your independence from everything. And you will be a happier and better person. And so will your family. A couple weeks ago, I reported to you about a Vermont school in Randolph, Vermont, which is about 45 minutes from me and and a school that I used to do business with when I worked in the IT industry. I know these people. I know them well enough to where I think it's time for LFA to make a trip 45 minutes into Vermont because that's where the school is, Randolph, Vermont. A couple weeks ago, I told you about girls who were banned from a girl's bathroom or a girl's locker room, I should say. A girl's 
uh, field hockey team, I believe it was, was banned from a girl's locker room because of a transgender boy who was making inappropriate comments and the girls did not feel good about it, so they spoke out about it, so the school banned them from their locker room. Does everybody remember that story? Banning girls from a girl's locker room. That would be like, I don't know, banning Christians from going to church. Oh yeah, that's right. They did. Going back to the cold open that we did in in the beginning of this show. Lockdowns. Now, a Vermont school district suspends a father for using the male pronoun to refer to transgender student as he defends his daughter from having the biological male in the girl's locker room. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to show you a picture here real quick. This is Randolph Union High School. This is Randolph Union High School. I've been there many times. I've been inside there many times. I I literally implemented their IT system in that school. A father's coaching duties with the Vermont school soccer team. It was soccer, not field hockey, by the way. Um, He was a coach, and he's been terminated for defending his 14-year-old daughter's discomfort with a biological male using the locker room while she was changing. In a statement released yesterday, Orange Southwest School District Superintendent Lane Millington, I know who he is, announced that Travis Allen, I don't know him, the girls' soccer coach at Randolph Middle School, had been suspended without pay. Allen wrote on his Facebook, I am the father of the girl you claim made up a story for attention. We're going to get him on the show. Eli, Allen, write this name down. Allen, Travis Allen, Travis Allen is his name. He's got a Facebook page. Look him up. We're going to get him on the show hopefully tomorrow. I am the father of the girl you claim made up the story for attention. The truth is your son watched my daughter and multiple other girls change in a locker room while he got a free show. They got violated. The father added, you think this is fine and dandy? I wonder how you would feel if I watched you undress. School Superintendent Millington stated in the letter that Allen was suspended for using the male pronoun. The male pronoun. I don't want to do this right now. To refer to the transgender student saying he misgendered a transgender student in our district. You scumbag little piece of crap, Stephen Miller. Oh, we're all up in your grill. Eli, we're making a trip to Randolph Schools. Unfortunately, we can't do it on the school because they'll have us arrested. We got to figure this out. We're going to make this happen, Captain. I can't. We're going to corner this loser. That's what we're going to do. We're going to corner this loser in public at a grocery store leaving the school. Stephen Miller, LFA TV is coming for you, you moron. And we're going to get Travis Allen on the show. They suspended him without pay for standing up for his daughter. What would you do? What would you do? I am so sick of this crap. I am all over this like flies on manure. 45 minutes away from me. How stupid would I be not to make something happen? All right, I want to take a quick break here. I want to cool down, calm down, okay? I want to calm down. I want to talk about... We don't have a lot of time left, ladies and gentlemen, and I want to get, I, I, I definitely don't ever want to not thank our sponsors. I know we thanked uh, one already, but we've got to thank one that's one of our LFA family members because this is actually really, really important, and uh, it's important for all of you, and that's picking your Medicare coming up, folks. Trav, uh, Tim Gustafson, as you can see, it says contact him right here. He's watching right now, I'm sure, at home right now. 
He's an LFA family member. He works with Medicare. And he said, look, I just, this is how I can help the LFA family out. Please, if I can help out, this is how I can help out. Let me help them pick a better Medicare plan. Let me help them save money. Let me help them and care for them in a better way. This is how I can do it. So ladies and gentlemen, please go to insurityfinancialservices.com because there's only three ways to pick a Medicare plan. And really those three ways, two of them, nobody cares about helping you, but this guy does. His name's Tim. Contact him today, insuritifinancialservices.com slash Medicare. Enroll now and he can help you pick a plan. He can help you save some money and he can help you get better uh, benefits, okay? We're all here together, folks. And he said so many of you have reached out to him. This is the month to do it. Reach out to him now, okay? And another, uh, and, and, and that's just an LFA family member. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I want to actually talk about four, uh, a, a, a partner of ours, and that's Four Patriots. I just see Wiser Forfeit just donated $500. Said, love you, Jeremy. How does anybody have $500 to donate to somebody? And without having a slurp fund? I just want to say thank you so very much. Do you know how much that's going to help? Eli, somebody just donated $500. I know. This family's amazing. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you can get a big, you can get about $500 off if you actually go and order this system right here. Look, ladies and gentlemen, I want to talk about uh, Four Patriots for a minute because it's another way to declare your dependence and not worry about anything. Just go to fourpatriots.com. You can even slash LFA. To get $500 off the Patriot Power Generator. That's that big boy right there. So you'll be ready for the next blackout. Or just use the promo code LFA at checkout and you get 10% off everything else. That's 4patriots.com slash LFA. Or just use LFA at checkout for everything else you get 10% off. Please make sure you, um, that you guys go and you guys do this, folks. Because this is, this is something that you're going to need in the future. I can promise you. Now, if you don't have the money to get that big bad boy right there, then you get this little guy right here. You get this little guy right here, the little Patriot Power Sidekick, and you can get 10% off that. Me and my wife have this unit. It's an amazing little unit, so I imagine that that big bad boy right there will really power some stuff, and you don't need gas, and you don't need to worry about relying on your electric company, okay? Thank you so very much, everybody. All right, I'm going I'm to skip these next couple things. We're going to go right to this. We're going to call this. Okay, time to call, folks. Anybody got fast fingers out there? I'm going to need your fingers right now. We're going to call 541-844-1280. Okay, everybody? 541 in the comment, 844-1280. 541-844-1280. Okay? We're going to call them right now. If you don't know who this is, let me show you who this is on, on, on the, um, let me show you who this is. Let's go to their website. I'll bring this up on the screen for you right now. Here's who we're calling, folks. Old Nick's Pub in Eugene, Oregon. They are hosting an 11-year-old drag party. Here it is right here. Is this it right here? Is this the one? Scrumptious Scoundrels? No, that's Friday. Let's see. Saturday... Sunday, there it is, right there. Oh, look at this, folks. There it is. Drag story time, drag queen story time. And it's being hosted by an 11-year-old. An 11-year-old boy. Oh, is it time to call them? Let's call them right now. I'm going to turn up my mic for you.
Hi, yes, is this old Nick's? It is, yeah. Yeah, hi, I was wondering if there was a manager on duty I could speak to. Oh, there's not one of them right now. Can I take a message? Uh, are, are you just an employee there? I am, yeah. What's your name? Oh, okay, John. Well, my name's Jeremy, and I'm actually calling to talk with the manager about the event that's happening on Sunday there, the Drag Queen Story Time. Uh, yeah, um, uh, all right. Uh, do you want me to just take down your name and phone number? Well, can you tell me anything about it, or do I have to talk with the manager? It looks like it's 575 to enter, and um, it looks like it's at 11 a.m. I think that's correct, yeah. Um, all the details are usually, like, on the Facebook page or, like, uh, on the website. Is, uh, is it, so is this an all-ages event? Uh, I believe so, yeah. So kids are allowed to come into the bar? Yeah, kids are allowed in our bar every day until 8 p.m. And so that means kids under 18? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we are, our uh, Oregon liquor license uh, permits minors until, I think, 8 p.m. That way we can have, like, families come and have, like, uh, lunch and dinner and stuff. And the and the the community there supports eleven year olds dressing in drag and being sexualized. Um, I don't think anybody wants an eleven year old to be sexualized. I think uh, they're just kind of having a good time, you know. Well, if you if you're dressing kids in drag and doing story time and dancing and stuff like that, it's kind of sexualized. I've you know you see them you see them every day. You, you know that they are right. Um, I've never seen a child sexualized here, unfortunately. Are children dressing in, 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 in drag and are there dances and are there, uh, is there music and dancing? We have music and dancing all the time, yeah. And, 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 and you don't see that as sexualized? You don't see that as any kind of pedophilia or anything like that? Um, I don't think that that's what the definition of pedophilia is, my dude. Oh, you don't? No, but I think you have to go check the dictionary again. Well, you got an 11-year-old being mentored by a, by a drag queen. That's pretty... <laughs> I would think any parent in the world that had a right mind would say that that's, kind, that's, uh, that's a, uh, on the road to pedophilia. That's sexualization, my friend. I think that's probably a bit of a slippery slope argument there, but... Well, it's probably a slippery slope to think that you can continue to run a business with pedophilia going on in there and not have anything ever, ever happen about it, right? Well, I'm looking at it right now, and it says Drag Queen Story Time, all new Drag Queen Story Time, and it's showing all these uh, very, very gay, sexually innuendo things on there. So it looks sexualized to me. Oh, well, uh, you know, I guess that's just a matter of perspective and opinion. Uh, are you going to have security there to, to, to block protesters from being able to say anything they want? Um, you know, it's a free country, so people want to protest. They're totally allowed to, you know. I go to protests all the time myself, and I think it's a great part about, you know, being an American. Oh, I do. Oh, oh I do. I do 100% too. The difference is the protests that you go to, you're allowed to burn things and, and, and allowed to have summers of love and all that kind of stuff. The protests that I go to, we get shut down from the police and we don't even do anything wrong. So a little bit of a difference there. Well, you know what? I got to tell you this. As much as I completely disagree with everything that you're doing and saying, I do respect the fact that you had a conversation with me and actually didn't hang up. 
And I do respect the fact that you have to listen to what I say. And, uh, and uh, you know, um, I guess we're just going to have to end it right here. And uh, you, can, uh, you can go to LFATV.us and you can see this uh, on there uh, live right now if you'd like. Thank you very much. All right. God bless you. You'll need it. Bye-bye. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, how much more do you say? What, do you, what else can you really say at this point? You know, I mean, you're sitting here talking about pedophilia as if it's not pedophilia. You're sitting here talking about like drag shows are not sexualizing your kid. The guy just doesn't believe it. I mean, what are you supposed to do? I wish I could go through the phone and grab him by the throat, but you can't. Okay? And even if you could... It's probably not the right thing to do. Long story short, ladies and gentlemen, that's what you get when you, uh, it sounds to me, it sounds to me like he is the manager. It also sounds to me like people in Eugene, Oregon need to do something about this. Unfortunately, that's not where I live. So he says, yeah, burning and burning and looting sounds fun. You're too nice, Jeremy. I I mean, what else was I supposed to say? He was going to hang up if I started yelling at him and calling him names. You know what I mean? JL Jazz says, we've got 1.12 thousand rumbles. We need more. We need more. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. While, we get, while you guys rumble more, I will tell you these last two stories. Number one, the Department of Justice. You know that they, they uh, recommended uh, six months in prison for, for Steve Bannon? Well, ladies and gentlemen, come to find out that the DOJ added months and months and months to Steve Bannon's sentence for labeling it the Shamuary 6th Committee and labeling it a Moscow show trial and for calling Eric Fartwell Fang Fang Swalwell. That's why they added the, months, the, the six months. This is no longer allowed in America, freedom of speech, ladies and gentlemen. Apparently, calling Eric Swalwell Fang Fang justifies more jail time. There's a DOJ document condemning Steve Bannon for mocking these communists... And they're trying to get for the full extent of what he could actually be jailed for, for actually daring to say these things. So, there you go. Freedom of speech will get you jailed in America. But you know what? I want to say to Steve Bannon, you keep being free, Steve Bannon. You keep being free with God. You keep being free in your mind. If they lock you up, we got you. The war room posse isn't going anywhere. The LFA family isn't going anywhere. Even if they kill both of us, they will still carry on the name. I love you, Steve. I cannot believe they're doing this to him. And ladies and gentlemen, I ended on this. The NHL is about to go woke. The NHL is about to go to the same place, the NBA, the MLB, uh, the NFL, where they all went. The NHL just apologized for its 84% white workforce and launches an initiative to decrease diversity. What are you going to do? Make black people play hockey? I've got, I'll, give you a little, um, I'll give you a little hint here. Most black people do not play hockey. They don't want to. Why? Because most black people hate cold. Ask any of your black friends if they like hockey or cold. I guarantee you it'll be a 90% no. That's not racist to say that. That's an actual fact. How are you, what are you going to do? You're going to go out there and force black people to play hockey? Come on, let's go. What are you going to get? Tony Fauci to go take poor little black kids out of, out of, uh, out of poor communities? That, 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 that rip them out of adoption agencies where nobody will know that they're gone and, and build them up to be these great, massive, awesome hockey players? What's your plan here? What do you mean you're going to launch a new initiative to recruit people of color? Where are you going to go? Please tell me where all these people of color 
are playing hockey, waiting for the NHL to be a little bit more inclusive. The hell are we talking about here? You got fields of, you got, you got, I mean, excuse me. Do you have uh, uh, frozen miles of ice somewhere where you've got black kids just playing hockey and, and, and Hispanic kids and Asian kids playing hockey? And you're going to go pluck them and say, come on, guys, now's your time. What are you going to do? Ah, unbelievable. Anyway, I'm going to go. I told my producer we're not going to go late tonight. He goes, yeah, right, watch. (laughs) Here we are. So, folks, I got to go. Thank you for the Rumble Rants. Thank you so very much for the donations, guys. I am truly, truly blown away by your love for this station and for this network. Thank you for all the love. Uh, for the, the, the other hosts. I know I was supposed to give away some t-shirts today. I forgot to do it. So much is going on. I'll give away five tomorrow. And ladies and gentlemen, I want to give away 25. So all you all have to do that rumbled my video, just go rumble the other show hosts for their shows. You don't even have to rumble the short clips, just the show hosts. Let's take over Rumble. Let's make him change the name to, to LFA TV on the stock exchange. How about that? Anyway, folks, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, keep your head up high, because you're a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'll see you tomorrow at 11 a.m. for more Live from America. Antonio will be there at 9, hopefully a little bit more. Calm down, although I didn't mind. And then, of course, Loud Majority at 10, me at 11, Unafraid at 12, and Anna Perez, Wrong Think, at 1 p.m. God bless you guys. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face. Keep spreading that gospel. Peace!